Welcome to Smart Companies Thinking Bigger Radio. Get the inside scoop on how America's most successful business owners transform their entrepreneurial vision into reality. And listen in as some of the top business minds in the country serve up practical advice, tips, and insights for growing your business. Now, here's your host, Kelly Scanlon. Good morning. Welcome to Smart Companies Radio. I'm Kelly Scanlon, publisher of Thinking Bigger Business Media. Our guest today is David Patrick. And I know all of you who are out there listening just have marketing nailed, right? Uh, You know everything there is to know about it and you're in good shape. Well, if you're a small business owner like myself and like so many others, marketing tends to be this kind of mysterious thing. But David is here today with a lot of advice that he can give to us about making our marketing efforts more profitable, better, uh, perform well for us. He has lots of experience in this area. He served as the chief marketing officer for two multi-unit retailers and a B2B software company. He's been the COO of a 65-person retail advertising agency and the chief sales officer for several successful B2B and B2C startups. He's also an adjunct professor who teaches marketing and entrepreneurship and business strategy in the MBA programs at the University of Missouri and the University of Kansas. And he's even co-founded a web-based marketing services network for small businesses called BizHive. And he's done a number of other things. And so we're just going to get right to it and welcome David Patrick to the show and start picking his brain on how small businesses can better their marketing efforts. Welcome, David. Great. Thanks, Kelly. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. Always one of my favorite people to talk to. Um, Let's talk a little bit about some of the common marketing problems that you have found in your work with CEOs. Well, uh, oftentimes non-marketing executives uh, kind of approach marketing as uh, just do that marketing thing. I know that marketing thing will work. Just do that thing, that thing that you do, that marketing thing. And yeah. and and they kind of think of marketing as like this magical kind of voodoo thing that people just do, and it causes fantastic results. And marketing is just a of skin, knees, and and scraped knuckles. And oftentimes, what works for one company won't work for another, even though they look identical. Um, customers react to companies differently. They use companies differently. Um, if you were to go into a store right now and purchase ketchup, it's probably the same brand you were using your entire life, and you don't even make a thought about it. Right. But if you were if you were if you were competing against that ketchup company, you would have to do something to interrupt that purchase decision that's on autopilot. And so um, there are brands that are kind of establishment brands that people grew up using: Crest toothpaste, Coca-Cola, Budweiser. And then there are challenger brands where they try to disrupt the market, and oftentimes challenger brands fail, or startup brands, or you know, new companies they fail because they try to imitate what larger companies are doing, when in fact their role in the marketplace is, is to disrupt. Mm-hmm. And how do you interrupt something? And so if okay. if you know you're launching a new product, or if you're a new company. Uh, oftentimes zigging where everyone else is zagging is the right course of action because you have to draw attention to yourself. And that doesn't always mean spending a lot of money, but it means doing something that causes disruption so that people can actually think about you. Um, one of the first steps in marketing is attention. You know, if I'm a new hospital and I have a new uh, machine that's going to do things that uh, other hospitals don't have yet, 
people don't know that my hospital has this unless I create awareness. And so awareness is just the first step. Are people even aware that my product exists, that my company exists? And then, uh, and then I have to get them interested in it. So going right. from awareness to interest, caught, you know, that, that, that might be something different. And then I want to get trial. How do I get trial? If I'm a B2B company, do I have a trial device where people can kind of test drive my software before they buy it? If I'm a restaurant, you know, I might have a soft opening for two or three weeks where I'm having all the employees in the neighborhood that work for other companies, just I'm going to give them free lunch or free dinner so that they, they get trial. They experience my restaurant. They start telling other people. Um, right, and before so, you're really crowded, you find out what the kinks are so you can work yeah. them out. Yeah, and, uh, you know, a lot of times a CEO or an executive team will say something like, should I be on Facebook or should I be on LinkedIn? And, well, the answer to that is always I don't know because I don't know what your business strategy is. I don't know who your customer is. You might not have customers on LinkedIn. You might not have customers on Facebook. Uh, When I worked for a hardware chain, all of our customers were homeowners, and they were homeowners pretty much over 45. And their media habits were very different than the media habits of uh, someone, let's say, going to college. Right. You'd reach them differently. You'd spend different um, uh, media vehicles to do that. And um, and so so a lot of, uh, going back to your question, a lot of the challenges that non-marketing senior executives have is they, they're able to work back from the customer when it comes to operations and presentation and customer engagement. But oftentimes they don't make those same process decisions when it comes to marketing. And it's really the same thing. It's how do I work back from who the customer is, how they live their lives. And so I talk to them where the customer lives as opposed to where where maybe I live. Sure. Yeah. Another thing that I've run into with people sometimes is they think marketing is this finite thing. Okay, I started my marketing March the 1st. It's May the 5th. I'm done with my marketing for the year. And failing to realize, well, that might be a campaign that you ran, but marketing is an ongoing process. You just It doesn't have a beginning and end in the sense that, okay, I can check that off my list. I did my marketing. Yeah, and quite often we hear from small business owners that, uh, you know, they'll kind of say, oh, my gosh, it's the 15th of the month, and they're sitting in bed with a laptop at 1030 at night, they're going, geez, i got to send out that email campaign, or I've got to post something on Facebook and kind of figuring out the marketing maybe once a, a, a month kind of at the last minute is, isn't really going to be effective marketing. It's going to uh, be inefficient from a dollar standpoint. It's very much a planned and deliberative thing. You know, you, you have a business goal, you have a business strategy, you know how many customers that you need to either break even or, or to meet your goals. And then you have a sales effort, you have a marketing effort, you might have an advertising effort, but but it needs to be very planned, very deliberative, very thoughtful. Um, and, and regardless of what your budget is, it needs to be planned in advance and not the reaction to, gee, the Groupon salesman called me today. Maybe I'm going to do Groupon. Mm, uh, that, that's like right. the quickest way to kind of waste a lot of money. Sure. When you talk about startups, you mentioned them a little bit earlier too. Uh-huh. How, do they have a different uh, type of marketing strategy that they should be using than a company that's more established, uh, or do they have different kinds of problems than the ones that you've already described? They do. Um, oftentimes, uh, an entrepreneur will have an idea, 
and they'll move from idea into implementation. And as they get from idea to implementation, they need they think they need a lot of marketing, but actually need a very little bit of marketing. They might need a website landing page. They might need some business cards, a logo. They they should obviously have some sense of what their brand promise is. If someone buys from them, what are they buying? You know, it's not just the item, but it's the item plus the accumulated emotional and rational benefits. Um, but but oftentimes the focus initially on the company is operationally getting it off the ground. Right. And they don't need to spend too much on marketing right then because really they're just trying to figure out if I've got this new ketchup I'm launching on the market, how do I make batches of it instead of, uh, you know, small containers of it? Because if, if I'm getting sales, I need to figure out how to scale operationally. Right. But once once the company kind of figures out how do I operationalize the company and they're ready to say, hey, I need more customers, I'm, I'm ready to grow, then marketing plays a bigger role. And um, there's there's two things that a, um, a startup company needs to understand. And the first is who are their customers? Part of operationalizing the company is figuring out, well, I thought these were going to be my customers, but actually here are the people buying from me. And what do I know about them? And why do they buy from me? Because what I want to do with my marketing dollars is actually find more people like them and model them. So it could be that I'm thinking that I'm actually, you know, I've, I've created a new pizza chain that has a great environment and people are coming in groups and they love the fact that I offer beer and wine and sangria and, and, a, and a really nice casual atmosphere. But it could be that the people coming are really people coming um, uh, before and after work. And they really like me for my appetizers, and they really like me as more of a um, uh, meeting. It's a, it's a casual meeting place for business as opposed to what I thought it was when I founded the chain, that I thought it was going to be something different. And so really kind of understanding who are your customers, why are they using you, and then how do I get more people like that? And, and customers always self-select. You know, you put a, a a product on the market that has allergy-free ingredients and it's uh, organic and it's, uh, you know, has all these things to it, you'll find does the market want you or not pretty quickly. People will find you, but once you find out who, who is using you and using you frequently and you're kind of your most frequent customers, boy, how do I find more people like that? that that's a really smart marketing dollar. Um, trying to convert people that, don't have any interest in the category uh, and trying to find you and then use you, that, that's a really dumb marketing dollar. And, and a, a lot of companies, actually big and small, make the mistake of trying to, you know, they think this big, large, untapped group of people that have never uh, shown interest is a is a big opportunity, but it it's not. It's a it's kind of a false a false opportunity, if you will. The the big opportunity is always finding people who love you and finding more of the people that love you. Yeah, there's a reason why that market is out that other market is out there and untapped. <laughs> They're not interested. Yeah. So so good great point there. As I mentioned when I introduced you, you've had a long, long career and lot know lots of things about marketing. Currently you are the founder of High Performance Marketing Bootcamp. Tell uh-huh. us about what that company does and how it what would you teach small business owners with that company? Well, uh, it's it's interestingly enough, it's targeted very specifically to non-marketing senior executives. You know, I kept having conversations. My my consulting business, um, High Performance Retail Marketing Group, uh, which I've had for about ten years, I work with senior executives and trying to help them make their marketing more effective. 
and I'm often coaching executive teams on, you know, what is the role of marketing? How can they make their marketing more effective? And oftentimes it's just tying the marketing more seamlessly into the business model and the business strategy so the market's driving it. Right. And I realized as I was coaching and coaching and coaching, I thought, wow, maybe there's an opportunity for me to coach in more, more of a larger group setting as opposed to one-to-one, maybe it's one-to-several or one-to-many. And so I got this idea of uh, pulling together, you know, six or eight speakers like myself who talk on different aspects of marketing. They're all kind of experts at the one thing they do, whether it's social media or myself marketing strategy, someone else might be uh, focused on sites. And uh, putting on kind of a boot camp, if you will, where for one day, a senior marketing or senior executive team, a non-marketing senior executive team, or, or, a, or a, a CFO, CEO could come and just get really smart, actionable, high utility advice on things that are just key pain points with them. And quite often I would hear from senior executives, Dave, my sales folks are getting sales calls, but they're not closing the sale. Mm-hmm. Or I keep putting more and more money into marketing, but it's not really driving sales. I go down to my marketing department and I ask them, you know, how come marketing's not working? And I get kind of all this marketing doublespeak. And so I really kind of wanted to create this forum. And uh, we had our first boost camp in May. We're going to have another one coming up uh, on November 10th here in Kansas City, mm-hmm. where um, uh, really uh, senior non-marketing executives can for one day kind of go and hear very practical, very actionable, high-utility advice in, like, small chunks on how they can, you know, make their marketing strategy more effective. How can they make their social media more actionable? How can they make their website work harder for them? How can they measure their marketing uh, so they understand what's working what isn't? Um, How do they get to fact-based decisions on marketing as opposed to just seat of the pants? Um, so, so that's, that's kind of coming up and we're really excited about it. It'll be our second, uh, boot camp, but we got, we got a tremendous turnout for the first one and, um, uh, really thought we helped a lot of folks. Yeah. Well, and I think one of the key things that you said there is actionable that, especially with small business owners where, uh, every single dollar counts uh, and not to say that, you know, in larger corporations, money doesn't matter because it does, but I'm saying, but with small businesses, it just seems like they're running tighter margins a lot of times. And, uh, to be able to invest some time and really just a little bit of money to attend this, uh, I'm familiar with it and, and uh, we're going to be working with you on the one that's coming up. So I'm excited about that too. Uh, to have something they can take away and start implementing immediately, like you say, the actionable chunks. I think that is just gold, really. Um, One of the things that um, quite often senior uh, non-marketing teams have is they they do have just these very specific pain points. And we wanted to make sure that when they left the boot camp, they had some very specific things they could do. Obviously, there's kind of, you know, you learn and you get knowledge and you get smarter. But really, at the end of the day, I want to make sure that if you're spending marketing dollars in 2017, that when you go into 2018, you're actually going to spend a smarter marketing dollar. And in 2019, you're going to spend an even smarter marketing dollar. So every time you do marketing, it gets smarter and your marketing gets more effective and more efficient because you're, you're kind of learning how to do it more effectively. And it's not this kind of voodoo thing where you're just throwing money at it, but it's something that's just very specific and, and you're benefiting from the knowledge of the experts that are uh, kind of sharing you insights from, uh, like, for example, the person that talks about websites, she works with companies 
day after day, week after week that are trying to improve their website. So she can give you like, you know, five tips on how to make your website more effective, like right away. You don't have to hire anybody, just things you can do right away to, to make it work harder. It's, it's, it's that sort of actionability. Exactly. Um, just to wrap up here, Dave, what kind of advice, obviously if you're in Kansas City, we'd love to have you attend the November uh, 10th uh, event, but if there's something actionable, let's stay with that word, if there's something actionable that our listeners today can go and do right away to improve their marketing efforts, what would it be? So here's something that I, uh, this is always the conversation I dread, but people can benefit from this. So quite often I'll have a small business person or an entrepreneur or owner startup say to me, boy, I just updated my website. Could you take a look at it? And I always dread that because after talking with them, I know the magic of their business. I know why they started their company, the passion they have, the, just the clarity they have about how to solve a customer's need. And then you go to their website and it does not look like that. You, in fact, you wouldn't even know what the business is if you looked at their website. It's just kind of an uh, updated Yellow Pages ad that kind of has basic information about their company, and it has maybe a picture of their employees or a picture of their building, but it doesn't tell me how magical and why I should buy from them. And so if, if anyone listening right now wants to make their just a simple thing they can do to make their marketing work harder is go to their website, look at their landing page, and just just answer the question, does this website, does this landing page Tell my story. Tell my story effectively. Give people a reason to, to take the action that you want them to do. Are they supposed to buy something on the website? Are they supposed to visit your retail store? Are they supposed to call one of your sales reps? Whatever it is that you want the action to be, does the website effectively tell the story of why you started your business and why someone should buy from you? And that's a really simple thing, but, but it also goes to the larger question, of what's the role of marketing at your company? And if you don't know what the role of marketing is, then you're going to be spending money in a very non-strategic, wasteful way. Right, right. So that's great advice. And our listeners, especially if you're in the Kansas City area, can get even more of this kind of actionable information and strategy tips if you attend the November the 10th workshop. We're going to be sending out more information about that, so stay tuned. But in the meantime, Dave, if somebody would like to get in touch with you directly, how would they do that? So they can reach me at uh, High Performance Retail Marketing Group or hprmg.com. And if they want to take a look at, uh, we, we're going to update, <laughs> we're going to update our own website uh, for the new boot camp shortly. But they can get a sense of what the boot camp is by by uh, getting online and looking at High Performance Marketing Boot Camps, and uh, they'll kind of see the agenda and the types of uh, speakers we have and the content that we're covering. Okay, well, very good. We hope to see a lot of you out there. Thank you so much for taking the time to come and talk with us today about marketing and sharing your expertise and uh, helping small businesses benefit from that. We really appreciate it. Super. Thanks, Kelly. And if you'd like to learn more about how to grow your business, please visit our website at ithinkbigger.com. Follow us on Facebook, Thinking Bigger Business Media, or on Twitter at I Think Bigger. Have a great weekend. We'll see you next week.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.